0: And we're going. We oh, are wow, going. that is that is so much louder than it
1: was before. Holy shit! Um, well, that's a good sign. So, um, welcome yeah. to your time starts now, a Taskmaster podcast. Uh, he's Joe, and I'm Emerson. We've never said it in that order. That's weird. Um, no, we haven't. And it, I'm turning down my gain a little bit because there we go. So my audio software shit itself and died a second oh, ago, yeah, that's, so I, this is actually our second time recording um thankfully yeah, we only we, got, got, like, we, we only got about 5 minutes in so it wasn't too yeah, big of a we, loss and two of those were me trying to figure out why the microphone had stopped working so the funny um, thing is cuz like cuz me and joe had um uh joe was saying his microphone was too quiet the first time we recorded and so I, and I said it personally yeah. it sounds fine just don't deep throat the mic and that moment it just went quiet and i thought joe had just given up on me completely because joe doesn't like it when i make references to anything sexual in the slightest that's not
0: i that is not that is not true emerson you just make it weird when you make those jokes but uh more to the point (laughs) i was uh trying i was as you said that i was poking the back of my microphone to try and
1: turn a switch down and i guess it just turned the microphone off (laughs) the best and the best part is when i actually heard joe again it sounds like he was deep throating his microphone
0: yeah as it turns out um for for behind the camera stuff uh, i use nvidia broadcast as a noise cancelling software and i guess i hadn't turned it on but the program was running in the background so my computer was basically having this very very quiet audio stream and then i woke nvidia broadcast up by clicking it and it was like ah ah i'm here and then it made all oh, the God. noise so my- now i have the gain all the way down on my Sorry, on audacity Suddenly, to something. just, just stop I'm, it from like peeking. Joe. Off Joe, Joe.
1: Joe. Joe. Stop talking a second. I'm trying to say something. Uh, so my parents' computer. Well, my mum's computer is here, and it's it's just sitting off to the side open, and it just suddenly pinged away because uh, notifications came on from for the computer. So I'm going to have to close it down. Not my computer. Okay. My mum's computer. And it just like because like, the ping notification that you got an email scared me. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's that's funny.
0: God, this is so much louder looking than it is now. I I'm gonna have to apologize to you in the edit because the this is audacity also stopped, and it actually um, it, it's like this is like the same recording file but like three minutes in, so you're gonna just have a massive jump in audio volume at like the four minute mark.
1: You d- you didn't start a new track completely
0: i hit the record button thinking it would start a new track and that is not how audacity works
1: oh dear i'm i don't know how much time i'm gonna have tomorrow to do all this crap anywho you don't um, have to do much so today we're going to be talking about taskmaster series seven series eight excuse me episode three uh what was this one called again stuck in a, a mammal is- groove Stuck in a mammal groove. Um Thoughts on the episode, Joe? Deeply solid. Not every not everything has to be
0: a banger, but this one didn't suck.
1: Yeah, this this series has not had many sort of like grab you in moments yet, which is i d I don't know if it's a good sign or not, because last series had a lot of those, especially in the first episode. And here we are, we're just sort of plodding along at the same pl- same pace with this series. Like, we've not had any strong emotions to anything so far. I don't mind this not being a banger. This is sort of what... Because
0: this is showing that even with a, like, middling season and set of tasks... Because some... This is getting to the point where some of these tasks are just like, this is kind of bullshit. The fact that it's just sort of working solidly is not as good that it's like because the, like the cast is great it's just that you know nobody here is swinging for the fences okay I, let me rephrase that Ian Tom, Ian Sterling is swinging for the fences and missing but nobody's trying to be like is trying to be like Rod Gilbert or Catherine Ryan with, both of which would not have worked well especially in this episode I would have like if we had Catherine Ryan on this episode, I would have hated this episode extensively.
1: I suppose. Uh, still, still riding the series two hate train, I see. Um, no, it's not the it's not the series two hate train. It's
0: specifically with re- with regard to the um, apologize task that we've seen Catherine Ryan do, and how Catherine Ryan is like a borderline
1: psychopath. When it
0: comes um, to stuff like that?
1: <laughs> yeah, Ka- Catherine Ryan is a very... If
0: you want to hear my thoughts on that, please listen to our Champion of Champions episode where,
1: I've, where I visibly, visibly, where I audibly recoil at everything that Catherine Ryan did. One bit of Taskmaster-related news before we start proper. Series 16 started. Yes. Very good first episode, by the way. Um... Uh, I forgot how much I loved Sue Perkins as both a p- person and a comedian, and I'm really, really excited to see her particular. Just this whole cast in general is really, really good. I mean, I say, I say that about most casts on Tarsimals, but this it. one looks great. Gonna,
0: wa- gonna wait until we get to it in many, many, many years. Many a moon.
1: That's, <laughs> um, that's, I'm glad it's good. Also, this the, they made a whole big stink about the episode coming out on YouTube one day after it. Premieres on Channel 4 in the UK. But that's all we have Taskmaster-wise news. Um, let us take a deep dive into Series 8, Episode 3, Stuck in a Mammal Groove. So, uh, Alex Horn and Greg Davies have banter as usual. Uh, Alex has had his regular GP checkup. He is 100% blood, no milk. Uh, vision, he looks nice. Weighs 100kg. Has a heart rate of one hundred BPM, cholesterol one hundred kph, and his doctor's favourite number is one hundred. And he can start smoking. That's the banter. Do you have a preference for I prize task or another task in particular? I, I I would like to do the prize task this time because uh, uh, sure. I uh, that way I can we can like do the episode because I did you did it last. Okay, uh, eagle-eyed Joe, did anyone have a Hawaiian shirt count today?
0: Yes, they did. There were two of them. Uh, are we putting okay, the let's go. jingle? Let's go. Hawaiian shirt count. Uh, so uh, we have it at the opposite ends of the uh, that uh, opposite ends of the cast today. Ian Sterling is wearing a wonderful shirt that is like leopard print with flowers on top of the leopard print and then Sean Gibson is wearing some blue top with fla- I don't really know how to describe that one but it's a blue top with like black flowers on. it. It's very nice. I have a shirt in a different pattern but the same
1: color scheme that re- that's that same sort of thing. Yeah, I've I've seen Joe and his his Hawaiian shirt count collection is plentiful. I think you've seen the blue shirt that I was talking about. I don't know if you Yeah, uh, I think I did you wore it so you wore it when we went to the Ohio State fair? That was not the state fair. That was the county fair. The, county, the state the county fair county is fair, so sorry. much bigger.
0: What were the state, state, state fairs fair so like? No, oh, they have that, the state fair what, grounds. It's like several hundred acres. Is the that what fair happens fair next time like, I'm
1: in Is that what happens next time I'm in I, Ohio? I,
0: I haven't been to the state fair. I don't think I've ever been. It's down in Columbus. It's mm. like a 2-hour drive. Um well, but I'm going to personally any, take
1: time out of my summer next year to go and see Joe again because his as i've said before his house is amazing i'm so glad you like me for my personality and not for
0: my possessions uh, anyways moving on, on to you for- moving, <laughs>
1: moving on moving
0: moving on moving on i'm going to let that joke sit there because that is in fact a joke and uh, so we this episode is um, the prize task the prize task is the best burstable thing that's all it is. Bringing the best burstable thing. Um, I definitely had a joke as soon as that came out that I'm just like, uh-uh, I'm not even going to say that in my own head, lest a telepath judge me. But uh, anyway, fill in, fill in your own dirty joke for that. But anyways, we start with, uh, with Joe Thomas, who brought in a grape. Which Joe has big autism energy, I want to say, because he he did not realize at the uh, at the time that like everybody else was bringing in stuff for comedy, and he just sort of filtered it through the vein of data entry and data like ascertaining. Even when you look so, at it yeah, from he that a angle. angle,
1: even when you look at it from that angle, it's still not great. No, actually, I was thinking of it as
0: he was getting yelled at by everybody else. And there is, you know, a phrase like pop like a grape, like it's not a big phrase, but I would think of as a grape as something you could burst or crush, which he said, crush like a grape. But he also did something very interesting. He he made he didn't he said, didn't Keats? say something about crushing a grape a, a, about bursting a grape and Ian says that it was like and like everybody else yells at him and then Alex they they call on Alex for a ruling and Alex says it was crush but I would like to call a YouTube commenter at Daniel Rose Daniel Rose 8305 who looked it up and Joe was actually correct it in Keats's ode to melancholy though scene of none save him whose strenuous tongue can burst Joy's grape against his palate fine. He was so Joe Joe Thomas was correct. I would like to uh just make that known. But um after that we have Of course Joe Of course Joe was it? would was be it Paul the, the Paul
1: way Was it Lou? It was Paul. It was the um, long balloon that looked penisine but also had a penis in his mouth. The the phallic in, the
0: phallic implications of this balloon. It he he had a um some relative stay with his family. Yes. Uh, okay, we're going to we're going to specify this for people who are listening to this audio only. Um so the balloon is a very Not that there's long... any other way to listen to this uh, this podcast. Yeah, I I was implying more for people who hadn't watched the episode or didn't remember the episode. So it is a long yellow balloon that is ostensibly a caterpillar that he received from relatives who were staying looks, over. Looks for nothing Christmas. like a
1: caterpillar, by the way.
0: It it's as well as you can represent a caterpillar in a latex balloon, I think they did fine. But the uh it does bear a slight resemblance to either, depending on how SFW you feel like being a yard glass that you might drink a yard of ale from, or a penis. Because it's you know it's got a larger base it's got a large base and then it's, you know it's tall and it's, you know what it looks like and then and then they're then everybody's saying that it doesn't look like a penis because it doesn't really look like a penis unless you're stretching Alex co- comes out of nowhere with this it does have a penis in its mouth though because the caterpillar has a like just a little like cartoony a face on it, and the tongue in its mouth. If you stare at it, and if you are that dirty, it does look very similar to the
1: head of a penis. And I'm sorry to people who are listening to this in public. I should say, if you're going on a Hindu, and of course every Hindu has to have penis penis paraphernalia everywhere. Of course, if if we if we could get away with that that could be the good episode title penis paraphernalia but to keep it the title a bit more family friendly we won't do it um you probably want a mo- your money back if those were the balloons you got yeah well we don't really do Hindus dos in the united states i've heard, i've definitely never seen the everything
0: well, ba- covered bachelorette in penis parties, Paraphernalia.
1: bachelorette party no
0: no no I, I i know what you're talking about i'm just I, nobody really does the penis paraphernalia here, as opposed to as much as they do in England. I'm sure it's done, just not nearly as much. And yeah, that's that's what Paul brought in. Uh, the next is from Lou, who Lou oh, no, brought It's, it's in. Ian next. It's Ian next. Jesus, I have Lou so far up on the list, and not on purpose. Ian... Okay, yeah, yeah here we go. Ian brought... Thought outside the box. He brought in a teddy bear that can burst into song, but and which is you know it's a fair play for actually reading the rules and going through it like that. But the problem is that his execution sucked. Um, he record he clearly had this idea in the middle of the night, and because he was lying in bed next to his girlfriend, and so had to very quietly whisper into his phone a one man acapella version of the. Taskmaster theme, which is, does not sound great, and that is what plays from the bear. Not not a hundred percent on board with that. Um, the bear looks creepy as well. The ex, it's a teddy bear. Don't overthink it. Um, but the uh, then we have Lou Saunders, who brought in a creme brulee in a coffee jar because. Again, this is a thing that you have more in England than you do than you do here. At least I'm not familiar with it, um, where you can like you burst through the the like foil protective seal on a coffee jar when you get it for the first time, and so. She, her, apparently in her family everybody does that and then you can also burst through a creme brulee so she has one in the coffee jar and she put Greg's face on it to try and curry favor the problem is that Greg Davies is a really weird guy and apparently like meticulously removes the gold foil in a single in a single piece like, like a, with a spoon or something like that and also doesn't think that you can burst through a creme brulee so she does not do as well as she thought she would and then finally, um, can I make a I comment like about creme, out creme out brulees, we were...
1: please? Okay, so this is going to come really, really random, but you can obviously, in like, most major supermarkets, you can get like pre-made creme brulees. They've got little bits of foil on top of them, and they've, they're supposed to have like this uh, sheet of like heated up sugar on top. But the creme brulees that I've had in the past. The, the sugar doesn't come preheated. You've got to preheat it yourself, which is extremely difficult if you do not have a blowtorch. So I've usually just had to eat creme brulee. Well, that is
0: what a creme brulee is. That's the whole point of a creme
1: brulee, Emerson. Yes, but if they... But we, we don't... If, we, if you do not possess the ability to heat up the sugar yourself, it's not the same. Simply buy a blowtorch
0: Problem solved. Make a blowtorch out of ordinary household objects. Did you know that an aerosol can and a lighter can produce a very flamethrower esque effect? Don't worry. Nothing can possibly go
1: wrong. But, um. Yeah, talk about, uh, Sean Gibson.
0: Yes. Yes, I can. Um, so I just want to point out as I was going through the, like, especially, like, around, uh,. Lou and Ian, I was thinking something that I would bring in at that point was acne, because it's very satisfying when you pop a pimple on yourself. Yeah, but if you, like had, one you that had, like had to be careful. Hurts, because hurts a little
1: bit. You had to be careful because if you do it too hard or don't get the right angle, it will uh, bleed and or scar. Yeah, it's it's one of those
0: things. It's but just the general concept of. Popping a pimple, I this I don't. I also just want it to be said. Now that I've said this, I don't like those pimple popper YouTube channels because you know popping a pimple is okay, but what those people do is fucking disgusting because it's usually these horrid wounds, sort of like what Sean Gibson brought brought in, which was um a, a representation of a blister she got on her own ass after a 24 hour charity zumbathon, which is a very lengthy sentence uh, which requires like two days of backstory I feel to explain the concept of Zumba charities and 24 hour Zumba charities but it's to represent the blister on her own ass that her husband lanced for her and honestly that I mean it it would be really satisfying to Lance that, I bet. And so, and so, she's the only, so we've got now three things that you could burst. One thing that it's alleged you could burst, and the teddy bear. So, going into the scores, um, Greg gives Sean five points. Uh, Paul Sinha gets four. Ian, three. Joe, two. And Lou, one.
1: Should we do Taskmaster Joe? Yes. Yes, we shall.
0: It's the Taskmaster and his name is Joe and he's gonna tell us what we should know.
1: It's Taskmaster Joe.
0: (sighs) And so I I am going to keep uh, Sean in first. I'm going to give a joint... Third place to Paul and Joe Lou I kind of get the idea behind it so she's gonna get uh, second place and then Ian gets last because it's a his it would have worked if his execution had been in any way competent but it wasn't so he gets
1: he gets that <laughs> yeah um, shall we talk the first task? Yes, we shall! So, this VT task 1, and uh, actually no, I'll read this task out first. Build the best volcano. You have 10 minutes to design your volcano blueprint, then you have 20 minutes to build and demonstrate your volcano. Your time starts now. It's like every school project, every school science, every school geography project come true. Because every everyone, especially everyone in the UK, has had to make a model volcano at least some point in their life for school. And every yeah, and, the same. and that's a
0: very common thing to do in the states as well. But um, I th- I think the method might be different, judging by nobody chose
1: baking soda and vinegar. Uh, yeah, they they all opted for the Diet Coke and mints. Um, mint. Um, Men- it's diet coke and Mentos specifically. Yeah, that's true. Um, so there's this interesting thing where they've got like a bit of perspex uh, plastic for the for the for the contestants to draw their blueprints on, which is kind of cool because you have got the camera. Uh, it, it's like you've got the contestant on one side, the camera on the other, and the screen in the middle, so you can get the reverse of what they're doing. Um, and Ian thinks that the um, vol part of the name is the liquid and the cano part is the solid, based on he says, um, where are we going to get the vol from, or something. I didn't remember, it. I didn't write down what he said. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, Joe is um, up first, and I think Joe made the closest to the a traditional volcano. Like, a traditional homemade volcano. So, um,
0: he I just, actually strongly disagree with that. Well, it worked the best. Um, no, it worked the best, but it it, it was it was an upturned piece of paper, with like and th- like an upturned something, and that was it. Yeah, it was and I didn't, I didn't like notice much else. Like, like I didn't really. He he sort see of just got a, a
1: lot. He just got a brown cone of paper, put it over a Coke bottle. The funny thing was, it might have, was it, it, this might have been Joe, but the Coke can didn't quite the, the cone sorry didn't quite cover the whole Coke bottle, so you could just it was sort of like a lampshade shaped. Do you, do, you, do you get what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, yeah. And he also did this really dumb thing where it was like the first time he tried to pour a bottle of Diet Coke into another bottle that presumably had the Mentos into it, and then and it was, um which is not how that works. Actually, not, none of this is how any of this works. I would like to point that out. Science with Joe. Um. Oh! Trust me, in about a minute, as soon as we're done with the actual task, as soon as we get to Ian's task, I I will explain why Ian's did what Ian's did,
1: because that's not how it works. That's not how any of this works. Uh, speaking of Ian, I suppose we could talk about him now. So, Ian goes full, full buck wild when actually building the volcano. He he creates. He he just he gets this massive pipe, and he buries it in a pile of earth and stones. And he pours two whole big bottles of Coke into the pipe, and he's drop. He gets a he fills a little net with mementos so that he can sort of hold the net from afar, and then drop the net in, and it would all like shoot up, you know. And he he made like a proper mountain. He got these little little figurines of the first five champions of Taskmaster. Which, well, the first five. Um, which makes me think that maybe these four series, six, seven, eight, nine, were recorded extremely close to each other. I know they all four series came out within the span of like just under two years. Either that or he was trying to make a. Because uh, he was also saying, I'll see
0: you on the next champion of champions. Maybe they had. Maybe they'd made some kind of figure set for Champion of Champions and not for any of the
1: other ones yet Um, that's a possibility I I suppose but but I think it was funny but this is like what happens next is probably the greatest anticlimax in the history of history so I would not say that in the history of Ian Sterling's life how about that that's true That's true. So, um, what Ian does is he lets the net go, and he's hoping that the net would drop down and the whole thing would shoot up. Um, But only a tiny little bit comes out, because, and I'm reading this directly off taskmaster.info, because I still don't know how it works, he had not created a bottleneck in his volcano to increase pressure. His eruption was extremely disappointing.
0: Okay, that's partially why. That's not why. So, time for Science with Joe, where you will learn whether you like it or not. So, the reason that Mentos and Diet Coke works is that it actually doesn't have to be Diet Coke. It can be any carbonated liquid, but for reasons that aren't entirely clear to me, Diet Sodas, specifically like Diet Coke, seems to be the most Successful, but it'll work with any carbonated liquid. And the the thing behind it is that inside a bottle of soda or beer or sparkling water or anything like that, there is carbon dioxide dissolved into the liquid. That's what comes out when it bubbles. That's that's why that's what makes something carbonated. And when the when you drop the Mentos into the bottle, like like assuming you're doing this outside do not do this in your house do this outside
1: not many people followed that uh, advice by the way at least on this show
0: but do it outside if you're going to do mentos and diet coke Um, if it's in your house and you have to clean it up the idea you what happens is you will drop it into the bottle and the mentos surface is ever so slightly rough on like a microscopic level. There's little dimples in it, like a golf ball. And the carbon dioxide latches onto the, onto the dimples in the mento and forms a bubble. And because there's like millions of these little surfaces on the mentos, there's there's an infa- there's a very large opportunity for mentos to puff to create bubbles. And so that's what creates the the fountain of foam coming out of the top of the bottle, is that the carbon dioxide is looking to escape. It's still in the liquid, so it escaping pulls the liquid out with it, against gravity. That's why it stops, like before the bottle is empty. But what so what and so that's why when you're supposed when you do this properly what you're supposed to do is you're supposed to open the bottle immediately shove the mentos into it and then immediately it will go off because that is the when you have the most carbon dioxide in it. By what what Ian did was he took the two he took 4 liters of diet soda and poured it into a much larger pipe and then and then dunked um, the Mentos into it, and by doing that, he essentially de- he essentially let the soda go flat. That's also why it doesn't work with um with flat soda is because there's no more carbon dioxide in it. And so by letting the CO two out by opening the bottles and then decanting them into a pipe and then letting the pipe sit there even for like ten seconds that everything is gone and then so he drops the mentos in and there's some residual carbon dioxide in there and it just goes and that's it and this is also why joe, joe we, thomas who we need to keep this moving more correctly yeah yeah hold on this science with joe still. more correctly that's why his didn't like shoot higher because uh, in terms of the bottleneck he um, he only just had it open the you can actually like 3D print and you can make or you can just stick your thumb over the top, a um, and that will create a much greater pressure bottleneck which will shoot it further. That's if if Ian had actually done this correctly or if it, this physics had changed so that this would work. The drilling the hole in the top of the pipe actually would have created a successful bottleneck. It's just that he didn't. Physics doesn't work like that.
1: And that was Science with Joe. Uh, Paul yes. Sinhart has made a volcano by covering uh, a bottle of Coke in a green blanket and using a bike pump to squirt coat out of the Coke out of the top of the bottle. Mm,
0: it's
1: fine. Which is a valid is a valid thing. Mm, Greg didn't love it too much. It, it, okay, so it did look
0: like somebody peeing, up, like somebody pissing, but it's you know, at least it wasn't more Mentos and Diet Coke. Because we'd seen correct versus incorrect already.
1: Okay. Uh, Sean has made a volcano uh, by covering a bin in a brown blanket, there's pipe cleaners, jelly and dirt, and she sets sparklers of light on top of it. It looks like a shitty birthday cake. Well, it looks like a volcano. They, You know... Here's the thing, the task
0: just says, make the best volcano. It doesn't say anything about the volcano erupting. You could seriously have just built, like, you could have, like, sculpted in ten minutes, let's say, like, a, a, a representation of Mount Fuji, and said... See, I've made Mount Fuji. Mount Fuji is a very famously dormant volcano, so that's technically a volcano. And if it was better than everyone else's, you'd still win.
1: It it never said it had to erupt. That that is very true. You could probably have, you could have maybe just sculpted a volcano out of clay, like a a a little rep, a very small one, like you maybe get in a souvenir shop, and yeah, yeah, that and that and that would be a volcano you that that yeah that's true there was nothing in the toss that said the volcano had to erupt Un- that, unless that you're was all ian- just a hurdle I- that was all just a hurdle they yeah. themselves I- created
0: unless you're ian thomas and think that kano you mean and mean Tom- are two separate things do you mean Joe I- Tom- ian- whatever one it is the, the, which, this- which one of them said that i i don't know you 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 know who it was you talked about it. Earlier. it doesn't matter Continue, Ian, Ian, Ian Thomas and Joe Sterling, or Ian Sterling and Joe Thomas. They're both they're they're just names.
1: Uh, Saunders. Speaking of clay, uh, Lou Saunders has made a volcano by folding clay around a rock and painting it with spray paint. She then lit several uh, indoor fireworks of the type that create a snake of ash as they burn. Uh, and Greg liked this. He... Which
0: I I I liked it too. I actually was kind of thinking that another thing you could have done for this was. Um, there's a chemistry dem- demo that you can do and I do not know the slightest bit about what chemicals they are it'll basically shoot a pillar of foam like seven feet into the air if you do that and so I've seen people do that with um, paper mache volcanoes
1: before so so scores. Po- scores do you, you want to do them? Joe and, Lou, Joe and Lou both get five Paul gets three, Ian and Sean both get two. Uh, do you have any objections Joe?
0: I let me think. Yeah, I like I like uh Lou and Sean's the best. Pa- Paul's was funny. Jo- Joe didn't make a volcano, and then Ian's was a failure. So in that order it would be Lou gets five, Sean gets four, Paul gets three, uh Joe gets two, Ian gets one. And then uh and then there, has two. there's an adapt. There's an adapted task version of this. It was Stormmaster Season 3, Episode 6, which is actually called Volcanoes in the Eruption. And now we are on to the next one, which is work out what Alex is wearing. And this, this task is as this. Is, says as follows. Work out what Alex Horn is wearing next door. Both you and Alex must stay in your seats at all times, Alex may only communicate with Alex's horn. Alex horns horn. You have a maximum of 15 minutes. Fastest win. So we your, made that, we made that
1: joke before.
0: Yeah, your time starts now. Yes, we have. Um, some notes. This is at a railway museum. The Alex and the contestants are sitting in different compartments of a Pullman car. Literally
1: back to back. Literally yeah. back to back.
0: Yeah, they're in two, they're in like adjoining compartments on a Pullman dining car in a railway museum. I think this is the Buckingham Railway Centre because they filmed the other bit there, but yeah. Um also, I don't Greg know for certain. that
1: Greg was angry that this toss was not filmed in the caravan and he said he would talk to Alex after the show for spending too much money. Yeah, I
0: don't I I don't know if this is the Buckingham Railway Centre because it's got an indoor building. I don't know if they have an indoor building. It doesn't matter. Um But actually, it does matter, but only to me. Uh, So, to just sort of clear out the like idea behind this, Alex is dressed in a parrot costume, and can only communicate by honking a horn. Uh, So basically, what this what this task is is a bunch of grown people shouting at Alex through a wall as he honks a horn at them. So, and it's and it's one of those comedy like at all. It's one of those comedy joke horns, too, that goes like, honk, honk. So, a clown horn. Yes. So we start with uh, Joe Thomas, who is experiencing what is probably some form of his worst nightmare, because he... Everybody... So almost everybody has the um, the honk once for yes, twice for no system worked out in the first few minutes. Uh, he Joe apparently spends a very long time trying to figure this out and then just completely gets stuck on the fact that he doesn't know like any he doesn't know how to ask the correct questions Alex then further confuses him by honking three times to indicate some sort of ambiguous answer which he does with nobody else but he um he got confused but at some point he started asking about warm-blooded animals versus mammals and And in the end, just sort of got very hung up on, like, different taxonomical differences. Um, At the end, you know, he ran out of time. He did not guess anything and went wallaby very defeatedly to, as, you know, for the answer. Um, You know, it went very badly. Um, After that, we get uh, Paul and Ian together, where Paul Sinha continues to show that he is that his position on The Chaser is very, very much in jeopardy because uh, Ian Sterling is just shout. Ian, uh, they all... Everybody but Joe Thomas gets that Alex is a parent. And so Ian is just guessing very, very different items of clothing before eventually getting to, like, is it a one-piece, is it a costume, and then animal, da ba da-, da-, da and just, just shouting jungle animals because he got jungle. And he eventually. Did we got mention that Alex
1: was dressed as a parrot?
0: Yes, I did. And yeah, it's a it's uh, a cool looking
1: got... costume, by the way. It's like you can't even see Alex's head, which I think is no. It's, I, it's, I like it's actually costumes...
0: really. Ian eventually. Ian eventually gets it in seven minutes and thirty-seven seconds. That Alex was dressed as a bird, then a parrot. While Paul Sinha, um, gets. He goes through animals, and then he eventually figures out, like, birds. And then, eventually, he's just, like, asking Alex, is it is the first letter an A? Is the first letter a B? And going that through P-A-R, before, like, having to rule out partridge, before getting parrot. Um, God, there's a line that he said right around here that was hilarious. Like, I, lo- I got, you know, that was that was like quite a burn at Ian but i cannot for the life of me remember it was right in the scoring section here cuz he's cause he you know he's like i lost to i i lost to Ian i he, i lost to somebody who nope i can't remember it it was something that Ian had said and he uh was just like i lost to that because he was a uh, he took eight minutes and thirty-six seconds, so he took about a minute longer. And then after that, we have uh, Lou and Sean, and this one is really funny because everybody else, one for one honk yes, two honks no, Lou Saunders, two honks yes, one honk no, so, um, they both, which actually confused Alex, which was really funny, but everybody. Again, both of them get this. Uh, Lou takes 7 minutes 11, and Sean gets 5 minutes 14. By guessing, actually, are eventually, like, was this an animal in The Lion King? And going through all the animals in The Lion King. But it's... The filming of this is great, because they actually are... Because the intercutting of this is... Lou asking and getting two honks for yes and then immediately cutting to Sean who's getting two honks for no or like one honk for yes two honks for no it's it's a very fun like back and forth they didn't really show in any of the other ones but um again and then we're on to the scoring which is Sean was the fastest then Lou then Ian then Paul and then Joe would have gotten one but he never even got what Paul was. So he gets nothing. And then yeah,
1: um has there, this task been adapted anywhere?
0: Yes there was. Season one, episode eight of Taskmaster Portugal. The assistant was inside the caravan on the Portugal set, wearing a cow costume and used an air horn, not a horn. That's and that's uh that's it. That's that's it. Um Onwards so, to BT's a task ha- that Onwards to the next task.
1: Sorry. Yep. Um, VT Task 3. Alex is in the living room. In 20 minutes from now, you must apologize to Alex for something you have done in that time. Best apology for the worst thing wins. Your time starts now. So, um, yeah, you mentioned earlier that this was like, if Catherine Ryan had done this, it would have been a disaster. And it is a bit like the... Yeah. Yeah. This is spiritually similar to the- This is like the, the, make, uh, the biggest, make the biggest mess task.
0: Yeah, this is, this is the spiritual successor to that, and I am really glad that they got five people who weren't crazy, because there was like a YouTube commenter who put on there that like, imagine if this had been given to Rod Gilbert, and it was like, and the, the response was like, he would have burned down the house and very lackadaisically said sorry. And I'm just like, yeah, yeah, he would have. Like, like this is not a task you can give to lunatics, which is what like a good chunk of the contestants from earlier seasons are. Like the worst. Not many of
1: these guys. The, not many of these guys are lunatics. No, the
0: worst thing we got here was from Lou, which you know
1: seems we'll bad, to, but we considering to that, what but Catherine first, Ryan did, so much worse. Um, Joe Thomas, uh, he has. Performed a song about how he wished Alex was dead, and the song. I might, just play, might as well just play it here. Oh, have you heard the good news? Alex Horn is finally dead. yeah, <laughs> Alex is dead. I feel like I can finally breathe. Yeah, I mean, it's quite, it's quite harsh. Alex
0: is murdered. Is evidence for the existence
1: of God. As with murder.
0: Murder. Well, yeah. Um, murder's a bit strong. A person should be led off and knighted for
1: you. And you stand by what you said. Well, I stand by those feelings. I'm, I'm not saying I'd act on them necessarily today or this week. Well, thank yeah. you for coming coming clean. I appreciate but, your honesty. Okay, no, no problem, no problem. Okay. Well, good stuff. You know, you you good bloke. Okay. Okay, thank you. See you later. And then he just half heartedly says sorry and calls Alex a good bloke at the end, which uh, not not a great apology. Um, it it wasn't, but it
0: also didn't like. The, I personally didn't think the song was that bad. Like like obviously like I wish Alex was dead, but it's like it's kind of a weird sort of vibe that it's going for. I, uh... Not not as much as that. I'm also really getting the vibes from this that, unlike past seasons, the contestants actually respect Alex as a human being and therefore are not doing terrible, terrible things to him for their own schadenfreudistic
1: enjoyment. That's an, uh, an interesting word. Um, I, interesting you word can do day. that with the English language. Yeah. You can indeed. Um... Who's next? Paul uh, claimed your cravings, ate a bunch of food from the fridge, and then literally just half-assedly said sorry to Alex again. Amazingly, I, even worse than Joe. I,
0: no, I really liked what Paul did because. Because it's it's not what he did, which is that he ruined the fridge. He like ate all the food in the fridge and ruined it. It's the serial killer esque way that he that he tells Alex he did this, and the fact that Alex was like, "Yeah, I wasn't there." Are we spelling cereal?
1: Are we spelling cereal? C E R E A L because he ate food
0: as much as as much as I would like to, I was spelling it S-E-R-I-A-L. Also, you don't store cereal in the fridge, so he didn't kill any. But, um, but also my favorite part of that whole thing is that Alex was like, in, in the studio, Alex was like, yeah, uh, I wasn't in the house for this, but the crew said it was quite odd. So, so it's, uh, so it was very, um, very Interesting that he did that. I, I kind of enjoyed that,
1: that, uh, that. Sean Gibson is when things start to get really interesting, because this reminds me of something that maybe someone like Lisa Tarbuck would do, in a way. So, yeah, this she, one was also... Let, let me say, because this... this is my bit, uh, she okay. gets a photo of Alex, and she photoshops it to make him look naked, and she sends it to Greg from Alex's phone. And then she just apologizes by writing the word SOZ on a plate using sweets and a tea cake.
0: Oh, I didn't even realize that was in a pattern. I thought the candy was the apology. Oh, that's that's much more interesting. That's that's funny. I thought it was just like the, the candy itself was the apology. See what happens when you wait, Joe? No, I don't. Um, right. I, also, apparently, according to Alex's wife, um, while the figure in the image has has small testicles and a large penis, Alex is apparently the opposite. So second penis reference of the day. And on anoth- um, on another note, I yeah. do like that Alex actually seemed horrified up until the point that he realized that it had only been sent to Greg. Which interestingly, Greg never really mentioned getting this. Like usually, you get like Greg it, like Greg will mention this like right after that. He never did, so I don't know if Alex like called him immediately
1: afterwards or something. They should have just should should have just left it as is. That would have been so funny. Um, and so um, <laughs> Ian pies Alex in the face. Which I mean, Alex has sat on a cake, but I don't think he's been pied in the face since. The blooper task from the very first series. And uh, then he he performs a song for, for Alex. It was sort of like the anti-Joe Thomas where the thing he did was so Joe the thing Joe did was uh, interesting and the apology was not great. Uh, the thing Ian did was not great but the apology was interesting, if that makes sense.
0: Yeah, what I like with um Ian is that Alex is sitting in the house and the timer only has like 45 seconds left on it implying that e- that Ian waited 19 minutes to smash the pie into Alex's face and then leave. W- and then sing the song and leave, which is it's very funny. But actually, both I am going to say this, both Ian and Luz apologies of immediately causing of going from causing physical harm to Alex and then immediately launching into the apology for said physical harm is hilarious.
1: <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I'm w- I'm watching something on my phone because I get distracted very easily.
0: I I'm glad to know that I'm entertaining you. Are you going to talk about I'm gonna talk
1: about Lou, so Lou bursts a water balloon on Alex's head, then leads him out to his car, which has been caked in flour. And she apologizes by signing up to several classes uh, and services with his real phone number. So, that's Including
0: something. Scientology. Including Scientology and a bunch of other courses that he is now on first-name basis with many of these people. Um, another interesting observation I had was they had a camera view from inside Alex's car, and again, it's not mentioned on. It does seem like Alex's car is filled with planks of wood. So either he just drives around like that or it's was some part of the prank they didn't they didn't air. Uh either way very interesting. Um for anyone who's curious, Alex drives a Ford EcoSport, which is a terrible terrible little car regardless of whether or not its color is red. Greg hated the color. I don't particularly care for the car.
1: Okay, uh so the scores, Lou Sanders gets five, Ian four, Sean three, Joe two, and Paul one. Do you have any objections, Joe? Oh god,
0: let me think. No. Yeah, I don't I don't really have anything against it. I
1: don't really that. Nah. It's there Fair enough. It's not worth like coming up with a whole other idea for. Should we talk the live task and then just be done with this? Yes,
0: this, this one. This one, it's five idiots in sleeping bags. This one Oh, hold on, there's an adapted task. I'm so sorry. Uh the the best the worst thing and make the best apology was also done in it's another full Scandinavian sweep. Basti test season four episode nine. Stormester season five season three episode one and Sermistari season two episode two. Uh moving okay. along to the to the sleeping bag task we have the task brief is as follows get into one sleeping bag with your arms through the armholes the zip zipped up and the hood on your head then stand to attention salute the taskmaster for a full five seconds then get into the other sleeping bag with your arms through the armholes the zip zipped up and the hood on your head while still in the first sleeping bag then skip once fastest wins so Again, physical comedy here, very hard to describe through the medium of a podcast. Uh, Things to note is that Joe Thomas, uh, absolutely on point for physicality here. He was in his sleeping bag saluting before just about anybody else had gotten their arms through it. Uh, Everybody but Joe seemed to be baffled by the fact that the armholes on the sleeping bag also were zipped, so they had to unzip the sleeping bag armholes once they were already like halfway into it, uh, Paul Sinha apparently had busted his shoulder at some point previous to this event, and Alex had like asked him if it was going to be an issue, and Paul had said no. And it turns out that it should have he should have said yes, because this was a fairly difficult challenge to the point where, at at the end of it, Paul had barely gotten into his sleeping bag even it's like everybody even as like Sean is writhing on the floor getting into her second sleeping bag he's barely in the first and collective action is the only way that he will be able to continue and because because Alex asked him if he wants to keep going he says fuck yes and then everybody else helps him into his second sleeping bag thus allowing the task to complete um, then of course we did have some other problems, which is that almost nobody saluted for the full five seconds. So... that is So true. they they got a lot of lower points. Uh, so Joe did finish first, but he only saluted for 3.2 seconds, so he only got one point. Ian finished second, but did everything properly, so he received five points. Lou finished third, but was the second to do everything properly, so she received four points. Paul finished last, but didn't salute, I don't think at all, at one point, and so received one point. And Sean finished fourth but only saluted for two point oh nine seconds, and so she received one point. And then I also just want to make one other comment, which is that skipping in my head is where you're like bounding through a field, that sort of skipping. Everybody in this seemed to understand that it was skipping. skipping with
1: a it's it's called a skipping rope.
0: In America it's a jump rope. That that's why I didn't understand that at first. They they used the drawstring wow, from, from all the bag. things
1: to trip of all the things to ironically trip you up, it's the skipping rope.
0: Yeah, I didn't understand until I was like, Oh yeah, that's right, they call it a skipping rope. In America it's a jump rope, but they used the drawstring from one of the bags that held the uh the sleeping bag to actually do that. Also, on another on another like production note, uh, when they actually introduce this task, like when they say go up to the stage, they show the uh, the, the wax seal getting stamped and it sh- pulls up to reveal the Japanese font letters. They also have a Japanese-style sound effect instead of the usual musical sting, which is the first time I think they've done that as far as no, this show. No, they've done it.
1: They've, they've done it every episode well, so far No, no, no series. But,
0: no, no, no. But with the wax seal, like in an interstitial, as opposed to at the front of the episode, at the front of the show, they usually—I don't think they've done it we'll for
1: like—we'll have to keep our eye out for that. Um, yeah.
0: and then there's there's an adapted task, there's an adapted task version of this season one episode eight Taskmaster Portugal,
1: and that's it. Who who won okay, the episode? Um, I forget. Uh, Lou Sanders did second episode in a row. Woo moo. Uh, so, so yeah this episode's been a bit rough to record um I, I'll say hopefully none of this will happen again but it's it can be a little bit funny when it does it'll Excuse always me. happen again um, but
0: hey I think we're under one hour or like maybe a minute over an hour
1: with, with all the stuff we'll edit out yeah probably will yeah um, all right uh bye Joe bye everyone right, Bye. bye right, bye, bye.